0: Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with Complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. So I wanted to share a couple things, and one in particular, I don't really quite have a word for it, but in regards to symptoms of Complex PTSD, and one in particular, I wanted to talk about... What might be a positive and what could be also seen as a negative effect of long term hopelessness? Um, and so, what I'm talking about in regards to that is if somebody's struggling with long term feelings of hopelessness or like catastrophic thinking, which I mentioned a few days ago, um, let's say somebody does something nice for you. And it's just something that any normal person would do. But if you're wallowing and you're in sorrow and you're sad for a long period of time, I mean, somebody just, you know, uh, opening the door for you might just absolutely brighten your day. Right. And let's say somebody takes you out to eat and it's just totally unexpected. And, you're just in a whole new mood, right? Like, it's completely livened you up. And, you know, long-term, like, that grief and that sorrow, um, it's holding you back so much that something so little is a really huge deal for you. Um, when really, that should be happening every day. Like, like you know, the, the joy that you get out of it when somebody does something like that um, it's almost like rather than just appreciation it almost is sending you overjoyed like a roller coaster Um, and the reason I say I don't know if that's good or if that's bad um, is because like a roller coaster if you go way up because somebody did something nice for you and then you go back into thoughts of hopelessness you go way back down and so the reason I'm bringing this up is because mine, uh, when I was having catastrophic thoughts a few days ago, um, when I came across that book that I mentioned at the library, um, I wasn't just on a roller coaster. I almost go into another realm of like delusion. Um, and sometimes that worries me. And I've talked about, you know, I don't know if I'm clairvoyant. I don't know what the hell that even really means. Um, And so when certain things are happening like this, it kind of freaks me out and it's a little eerie. And so I don't know if that's a result of that long-term, you know, it went on for about 24, 48 hours, that catastrophic thinking that I was having related to possibly seeking another job and all of that. And I talked about a retirement plan, um, which I feel like is the solution is to focus on a retirement plan. Um, rather than a different job that might have better retirement because not all jobs last. You know, you should just have a good retirement plan that's yours. Um, And that led to me making, you know, wanting to make cuts. And part of that was cutting cable, which would give me more time to read. And that's why I went to the library. Um, But when I came across a certain book, it had all these weird coincidental things in it that were relating perfectly to everything I was talking about. It set me on this like euphoric roller coaster where I was like, you know, what what am I supposed to think about this? And so I just want to kind of stress the, the kind of negative side of euphoria. So when you're struggling with that hopelessness or that catastrophic thinking like I was, for just 24 or 48 hours, which, by the way, can feel like eternity when you're struggling with it. Um, and then you get that roller coaster, you know, and you go way up. The problem is the roller coaster can come back down. Um, and you really have to find a balance. You know, make sure you get your exercise. Make sure you get proper sleep. And think, think about things more rationally. Um, so today I decided to go to the library and... Pick out a second book because the holidays are coming and the library will be closed for a while. So if I read that first book, I wanted to have another one to jump onto. And I also talked about how these books, the first book related so well to that podcast. I thought about doing about history and philosophy and um, the way things never were is what I thought about calling it. So the next book I picked out, I thought that I was picking it out from a new section because the, the title of it was about statistics. And I was like, okay, the last book was about learning and wisdom. And this one's about statistics. So I'm thinking math, um, calculus, things like that. And I never had statistics ever in high school or college. I was really, really bad at math in high school. And I was really, really bad at math in college. And when I finally got done with the math part um, before my my bachelor. I was so overjoyed I didn't ever have to do math again. I was so happy. Um, But I was bad at math, that's the point. Um, So this book I picked out, which like I said, I thought this was a whole new section. Well, apparently I don't think it was actually. And this one actually, again, um, coincidentally relates extremely well to everything I've been talking about. So I don't know if this whole freaking first shelf. It's going to be books about everything I've been talking about or what's going on. Although I will say this, um, one of the books on the shelf, you know how I've talked to you guys so much about how I like um, the show, The X-Files. Well, there's a book on the shelf about Richard Belzer, the actor, and it's titled like UFOs, blah, 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 blah. And he was on an episode of The X-Files, which is one of my favorite episodes. And I thought, well, so they've got all these things in The X-Files on the first shelf so who would have thought um but this book i picked out is called the data detective 10 easy rules to make sense of statistics by tim harford and i was just going to read um just the first title so some of the titles of some of the chapters and again when i was just reading the first few pages of the first chapter um I was like, wow, this is exactly what I'm talking about. So one of them is, the first chapter is called How to Lie with Statistics. So how to make things look a certain way. And when I talked about doing that history podcast, that's exactly what it's about. Is I thought about calling it um, The Way Things Never Were. Because it would be about the way history is shown to you by the most dramatic moments in history... And the most sensationalized moments and the biggest moments. And so I would title my podcast, the way things never were, because I would show you everything else that maybe led up to those things, the background stories, also the opposites. So like if we're talking about world war two, I would focus on something that has, was going on at the same time as world war two, but I would focus on a country that wasn't involved in it. So that's kind of my point. Things like that. I would show you, or I would show you the background story of things that maybe led up to it. Um, But everybody else is writing books about World War II. You know, you don't need another book about that. Um, So I'd focus on something else. Um, But this book about statistics is basically how to make things look grand so they kind of get your attention. And so the first chapter is how to lie with statistics. The next one is... Or some of the other chapter titles here are um, Step Back and Enjoy the View Get the Backstory um, Ask Who is Missing So that one I like Because that's exactly my point Demand transparency when the computer says no Don't take statistical bedrock for granted Remember that misinformation can be beautiful too Um, You know, it's it's just interesting because this is exactly, um, keep an open mind, be curious. Those are the last two chapters. Um, but again, you know, I thought that I had picked out a book from a a new section, like something about statistics, like math or something. This is about statistics, but it basically goes in line with the first book I picked out because that first book was about knowledge and wisdom. And when I looked more through that book, by the way, um, he basically, for the first book I had mentioned by the um, the Adler guy, um, he basically is like teaching you to study almost like the world differently, and that also relates to the podcast I thought about doing, like literally looking at the world differently. And this was a book that he was written in the eighties. But I just found, I just find all this fascinating. Um, so my point is when you have those long-term hopelessness feelings and for me, this is all very euphoric. That's why I'm bringing this up and I don't want my roller coaster to crash, so to speak. Um, you know, I need to take this with rationale, like look at this rationally and, think critically and be, be stable because things like this can really set me off into thoughts of like delusion, like delusional thinking, like the world revolves around me or I'm special in like a really unique way, or I'm, you know, I'm clairvoyant or maybe I'm psychic. I have no idea what any of this means, you know, um, it's just, you know, I just have to be more rational, because I think when you already have complex PTSD, there's two things. There is that hopelessness feeling, which can lead to the euphoric or roller coaster. But there's also already the lack of rational thinking because that hyper awareness, emotional brain, that amygdala part of your brain, the part of your brain that's signaling fight and flight, it's already hindered. And this is me speaking. This is my opinion. Um, it's already hindered your critical thinking skills, your frontal lobe critical thinking stuff. Um, and so, you know, we have to be kind of careful with this. We have to like think rationally. So, like when I talked about the retirement plan, that's a more rational approach, right there. And so, when it comes to all this, these types of things, these types of things could send me on an emotional roller coaster that I don't know where it could end up. So I almost need like a warning sign when things like this happen, when anything like a dream that comes true, which has happened three or four times in my life. I had a dream about something and it literally comes true. Um, you know, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what that means. Um, but I have to look at it rationally because one time when it happened, I called somebody, um, because I had a dream about their old classmate and then I saw them the same week and I hadn't seen them for 20 years and I just dreamt about the classmate and they were best friends with this person and the classmate had gotten beaten up and everything so I was worried about them so I literally called their friend and told them this and I think they just think I'm nuts um but who knows maybe they later talked to that person and something happened to them I have no idea um I just know I told them what my dream was about because I'd already had dreams that happened. And I was like, well, I need to tell people about this because when it happens, I can say, I told you so. Um, I told you it was going to happen because I had a dream. My neighbor put a fence up and like three weeks later, I I went by and in their yard, they had put a fence up and I had no idea they were going to do that. I didn't know they were putting a fence up in their yard. I had no clue. Um, But it's like, you know, what are the odds of that? Um, But now if I had walked up to their door and said, I had a dream that you're going to put a fence up in your yard, they'd be like, huh? Like they'd probably think I was eavesdropping on them or something. I don't know. Um, So you have to look at it rationally when these things happen. Um, You know, basically write it in a diary Um, maybe don't go and tell people about it because they'll probably think you're crazy unless they're into that stuff. Um, unless they're into hearing about what your dreams have been saying. Um, but that's my whole point for this whole podcast is look at things rationally. So with these books, um, you know, just something that I wasn't expecting to come across something I thought I was picking out a book because I could get away from this, um, clairvoyant type stuff happening? or these coincidences? No. This second book I picked out is diving in even more. Um, So I just find it interesting. So apparently it's not as different as what I thought it was going to be. Um, It's kind of like a book about the statistics of how to almost look at history. Um, That's almost how I'm taking it. But I wanted to share that and just stress the importance of looking at things rationally and there are certain exercises to my understanding that help with that. So mindfulness exercises, I always say playing chess, doing crossword puzzles. Cause those are strategy type games. Um, they're critical thinking type games. Uh, I also think like, um, you know, trivial pursuit, things like that. Um, any type of like a memory game is probably good. So like grandma's trunk, I don't know if you've ever played Grandma's Trunk. It's a card game. Um, But just games that really get you thinking. Um, Even Monopoly, because you're thinking about money. And you're being strategic in Monopoly with your real estate. Um, So again, you know, rational thinking. Don't let those roller coasters take you off gear. um, Because it can happen. Uh, So, it's happened to me numerous times. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.